the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving in storage studio. It's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I am your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by the incomparable Dr. John Deloney. Doctor! I think I'm. I, there's many, many more comparable. <laughs> I think we're <laughs> The good. infamous Dr. John Deloney. How about that? That feels good, man. I like it. Love it. I'll take it. I'll All take right, it. guys. We are talking. We're hanging out, talking about, again, your life, your money. Give us a call. The number's 888-825-5225. We'll talk about whatever it is that's going on in your life. All right. Let's go to Marisol in Chicago, Illinois. What's going on, Marisol? Hi. Thank you for having me on. So with all this commotion going on with student loans, as we know, they're going to, the interest rates will start to hit in September. That's right. I have $70,000 in loans. I have in my savings account just enough to almost pay them all off. And um, the problem is that I'm one of those that have been in school for long enough to probably be a surgeon and I'm (laughs) almost done. I'll be done next fall. Thank God. Um, But I'm paying it cash. Good for you. So I, I did not get any more loans. My only thing is that about $45,000 of the loans I have to pay off is unsubsidized. Okay. And those rates are quite high and they're fixed. Yeah. They're about majority are about 6%. And Although I have the money in my savings, should I just pay it all off and start over? I just well, feel like I'm going to be broke. Let's walk through this because it, it, it okay. may be as drastic as that or it may not. Let's make sure we've got uh, some other things in place before we just jump to taking all the cash. As you walk her okay. through this, can I say one thing real quick and then I'm going to turn it back over to Jade? I, I, I can't help myself but comment on this. The way you just described that is indicative of how the entire country is dealing with this issue. And I, is it okay if I just call you out and we're friends? We'll still be we'll still be best friends after this. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> the way you described it, if I pay all this off, I'm gonna feel like I'm broke. I know, right? I want you to know you're broke. Right now, you're broke. Right now, you're broke. It feels good, but you owe seventy thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. So I don't want you to feel like it's going to feel a different kind of broke. I get that. But I don't want you to pretend in your mind or do some mental gymnastics that like, I'm all good here. But if I do this and I take care of the thing that I said I was going to take care of, that suddenly I'm going to be in a worse financial position. You're in a scary position right now as is. Okay, I'll turn it over to Jade. John, such a good point that you just made. And Marisol, we're not picking on you, girl. We're talking about the whole world. (laughs) This is basic math. If you have $70,000 minus $70,000 in debt, you have $0. You're broke. So even if you feel like you have money because you got savings, you're still broke if you got the debt. So basic math session over. Marisol, (laughs) back to you. Um, Let's go back and see um, foundationally if we're in a good position to actually pay off these loans. So my first question to you is, do you have any other debt besides the student loans? No, I don't. Very, very good. Uh, my second question to you is regarding your savings, this $70,000, is this all the money in the world that you have? This is all I have liquid. Okay. Yeah. And then the money that's non-liquid, how is that invested? Is it stocks? I have money, stocks and 401k. 
Okay. How much do you have in the single stocks? Not much. Maybe 5000 So not, not much there. 5000 Well, that, it's significant when we're talking about student loans and savings. Okay. So here's where I'm at with you. Um, the way we teach, and you, you sound like you're kind of familiar with this, um, we would pay off all of our debt in baby step two using the debt snowball, which for you is your student loans. And then quickly after that, we would want to get three to six months of expenses saved. And that's kind of, I want you to know that that's what we're shooting towards if we take this money to pay off your debt. Okay. And in this mm-hmm. case, I truly believe that you need to pay off this debt. I think that you are going to experience a freedom that you've never felt before. <laughs> I think you're going to want to rip your shirt off and run through a countryside because that's how good it's going <laughs> to feel to be debt free. Um, and then you've got, you know, you've got this 5K in stocks. You could keep it in there or you could liquidate it and put that into your, you know, start building up your three to six months fund again. Um, and before you know it, you're not going to have any payments, no debt. Before you know it, you're going to have this three to six months built up again. And this time the math will actually math for you and you'll actually have (laughs) money. How does that sound? Logical and scary. (laughs) Yes. And that is correct. That is the correct answer. John, talk to the scary part. It's scary. You're going to find your, you have this artificial cushion that you're, that you rest your head on every night, which me, which is cash in the bank. And you pretend I don't have this humongous hole right outside my back back door, which is seventy thousand dollars of of student loan debt. And also, I just want to speak to something that 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 Jay just said. I heard it once um, at a live event. A speaker. We go to live events all the time, and I heard a speaker say something that it's rare that I walk away and something a sentence that is uttered just lodges itself in my soul, almost tattooed itself on my chest. And here was the sentence. Whatever responsibilities you outsource at some point will be used against you. If you outsource, um, I'm just never going to worry. I'm just going to have Instacart bring my food. I'm just going to have Instacart bring my food. I'm going to have Instacart bring my food. And you don't know where your food comes from. At some point, COVID (laughs) happens and the grocery stores stop and everybody goes, whoa, what do we do now? Right? In this case, I can promise you it's human nature. It's human history. All of it. The government will not wipe away. Let's say they figure out how to do some gymnastics and they knock these loans away and some other loans away. They will come back to you with their handout and say, we want ours now. Mm-hmm. Whether that's in taking power from you, taking autonomy from you, demanding votes back, demanding higher taxes back. This whole idea that they've got to come rescue us is not a rescue. It's an ROI investment on their part because they're going to come back for their piece of flesh. And I want no part of it. And again, I had six figures in loans. Jade had six figures in loans. I promise you, I did not know what I was signing. And I signed my name on the piece of paper that said, if you help me go to college, I'll pay you back. And it was a matter of selling my house and moving into a residence hall. It was a matter of integrity for me and my wife that said, we said we would pay this back. Even though we were children and we didn't know what we were doing, we're going to pay this back. And so there's an integrity integrity part to this. And let's say you pay this all off and next weekend, all the loans in America go away. I still Mm -hmm. think you did the right thing. And I still think you're going to walk two inches taller. You're not going to have $70,000 in the bank. That's for sure. No question about that. Will you be scared? Absolutely. Yes. But you're going to be able to breathe. You're going to mm. always be able to know I did the right thing. And when someone says, the next time the government says, you can't, you can't, you can't, you'll be able to go, yeah, I can. Come on, Yes, John. I can. I can, because I did already.
That's what I'm talking about. Go out, Marisol, pay off these loans and breathe in that good air, that free air. That's what I'm talking about. I love seeing people make the choice to get free. This is The Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. Hey, what's going on, guys? You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, joined by John Deloney. And uh, this show is all about you guys. It's all about what you're facing on a day-to-day basis when it comes to your money, when it comes to your mental health, when it comes to your career. And that's what we're discussing on the show. It's a call-in show. Call in the numbers 888-825-5225. And we'll chop it up with you. We'll help you sort it out and figure out what's the next best step for you. Uh, And that being said, we've got, you know, a lot going on in the news right now, John, with student loans and everything going on like that. And um, today... Uh, as of hours ago, Biden came through and issued yet another um, executive order of some sort. Yeah. Ish. Executive order of sorts. Yes. Issuing yet more forgiveness for borrowers, which in the past we've been we've been seeing these trickle through, you know, things for um, disabled folks, vets, people who their school went out of business. And, you know, I'm definitely not mad at that. The one that came through today, thirty nine billion dollars. Um, of forgiveness for uh, around 804,000 borrowers. And so, of course, everybody's like, Jade, what does this mean? You know, is this for everybody? Is this for me? You know, what does this mean? And I'm like, well, if you really look at it, this is for folks, John, who signed up for these income-driven repayment plans. Uh, You might see it labeled as IDR, and you're like, what the heck is an IDR plan? Income-driven repayment plans. And these are people, John, who have been paying their student loans For the past 20, 25 years, because they were told if you make this payment for 20 years and you make X amount of qualifying payments, you'll at the end of the road, you'll have forgiveness. 25 years, John. Wow. You'll have forgiveness. And then you get there. You're sweaty. You're tired. Your body's aching. Your back is broken. And there was nothing they there. They say, nah, we changed our mind. And now finally, these folks are getting their money. So, hey, it's a good day for our parents, right? If they had student <laughs> loans. For real. But here's, here's where I'm at. And here's for me where I think it's just, it's just painful. These, these plans that are for these folks 25 years in, they're like, finally, I'm getting my money. These are the same plans, John, that they want borrowers today to get into because student loan payments are coming up you're going to start have to start making your payments in october right hey 
We don't want you guys to have to pay too much. You know, we don't want you uncomfortable. So why don't you jump into one of these income-driven repayment plans? Uh, the new one, I believe, is called the SAVE plan. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. They're always changing the acronyms on this. But the idea is, hey, you can jump on the site. You're automatically enrolled when payments come back. And you can just jump on the site and go ahead and um, you can go ahead and submit your own estimate of your income. And, and, and we're not we're not going to require any qualifying documents to see if it's right. So people are just going to make up a number. I make 30 grand and I can pay $15. Come on. And that'll be can, good. And just kick that. Just kick that can down the road for 20, 25, 30 years. And at the end, you know, there'll be a little buckle of gold at that rainbow. Except that in in in, in 24 years, we're going to have gone through what? Six presidential transitions. Come on. 12 Josh. Senate transitions. Who knows, man? And, and with the data coming out yesterday, there was um, folks are beginning to talk more and more about the psychological, the mental health aspect of owing people money. Yes. And it it is sleep inhibitory. It messes up your sleep. It messes up your relationships. It makes you not want to live. It makes you not want to be married. Wow. It makes all these issues... And so what we're saying is, I want you to be unwell for 20 years. Go to the college of your choice and that, that you feel most passionate about and study what you want to study and just give us a little bit every month. Choose to be miserable yeah, and not be fully present because you have this hovering over your head, this black cloud, as the article said, hovering over your head. And then in 20, 25 years, if you're lucky, we'll take it from you. Yeah, I mean, John, you, you painted a beautiful picture um, in an earlier segment, there was a caller who had a certain number of student loans. She had $70,000 of student loan debt and she had $70,000 of savings. And she was feeling some type of way about using the savings to pay off the debt. Her exact words were, if I pay this off, I'm going to feel like I'm broke. Yeah. And I was like, you are broke. You are broke. You are broke. And like the picture that you painted, I thought was brilliant. And I kind of wanted to elaborate that. It, it really is. When, when you have the money sitting there to pay these loans, guys, and you're not paying them, it is like you live in this beautiful home, right? And, and, and it's everything you want. It's modern. It's, it's got all the right surfaces. You know what I'm saying? It's got, it's got the marble countertops. But outside right outside your home is a black hole, giant black hole desolation destruction and you just ignore it every day you have to stay in the house you gotta stay in the house you can't go anywhere you can't go outside because but your brain knows it's there your reality yeah your, your brain knows it the reality right that you owe the government this much money and i just for me guys and i know you guys are like jade wow you don't have to yell about it jade or you're doing the most jade and and, and it's for you the, the reason I get mad about this is I care about you. I want the best for you. I know how that feels. I, I know how it feels to not be able to sleep at night. I know how it feels to have that effect on your marriage, the way you work. All the decisions that you make are so that you can pay bills. That's, that's a load of crap, man. That's for the birds. And I don't want that for you. The way I feel about this is there are so many things that want you to think that that has the power but that's not true. You have the power. But some of you guys are so, um, I can't say that on the radio. Some of you guys are so intent on being right instead of being happy. You'd rather be right that the government owes me this and they're the ones that will take care of this mess and they need to figure it out. But I'm trying to give you the answer that's going to make you happy and give you peace and give you freedom. And that's you taking back your power, you taking back your 
autonomy, right? You being able to just financially self-regulate on your own instead of depending on the government, instead of depending on credit cards, instead of depending on all those other external factors to do what you can do for yourself. And I, if you don't get nothing else from this, understand, I want you to be free. I know you can be free. And I know you have inside of yourself the power to be free, period. Period. Preach, man. Thank End of you. sentence. <laughs> it hit me last night. Um, I had just gotten home from from a long walk by myself, and it hit me. Every single thing in the ecosystem that young people and young adults are growing up in right now, and quite honestly, older adults too, Yeah, is that you can't. You're too, um, you've got some kind of mental health, something or other, so you're never going to be able to have a normal relationship, a normal job, a normal whatever. Yeah. You've got some sort of disability. You're never going to be enough. You owe people money and you are too un, unable. You will never be able to pay this up because you're weak and you're not strong enough. You don't worry. We got you. We got you. And slowly but surely, our ability, our responsibility, our belief in ourself and confidence, which doesn't come from thinking, it comes from doing, all that erodes because we begin to outsource every little bit to the government, to this other person, to the bank, to the local person saying, oh, oh, you can't do that either. Let me just pat you on the head. I'll take care of it for you. And we are giving away our souls. And it was this moment of... I can't be more proud to be a part of a team that just looks at everybody, whether you're a multimillionaire or whether you are a single mom with two kids trying to figure out how to breathe, mm-hmm. that we look you in the eye and we treat you with enough dignity and respect to look you in the eye and say, you can too. I know that's right. And it, that voice has just been stolen from us. It has to the point to where people, John, they get a little bit angry. They or get they super get, angry. They, they get offended almost that we would imply that they can do it on their own. That's right. It's become almost an insult. It a hundred you should read the comments on my on my <laughs> it is. It, it's it's not almost it is it's a sense insult. of disempowerment. You can't, you can't, you never will be able to. Yeah. Somebody's got a bit come bail you out. I'm still haunted by um, what the great Mike Rose said a couple years ago during COVID when he said the great tragedy of COVID was we told three hundred million Americans Ooh. Hey, just go home. You're not essential. We don't need you. We'll just mail checks. Man. And we got to see in a psychological experiment what happens when you have no purpose and you just go home and they just mail checks. We all went crazy. That's right. We it's did. not the way to health and, and it's not the way to wealth. Hear the message. You are essential in the quest to freedom. You're the secret sauce. You can do it. This is The Ramsey Show. All right, you're listening to The Ramsey Show. We're back again, taking your calls, 888-825-5225. Let's go straight to the phone lines. We got Ed from NYC, New York City. What's going on, Ed? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for calling. How can we help? Yeah, so uh, I just graduated uh, with a master's. I decided to take my first job uh, near home to move in with my parents and save money, but the commute is uh, pretty tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have much time like outside of work and like commuting. Uh, I don't really want to rent out there. It's pretty expensive. And uh, I kind of feel like renting is a waste of money. I'm wondering if I should just kind of like suck it up and continue commuting or rent closer to work or even maybe buy a house. And What, what kind of work do you do, man? At least build uh, mechanical engineering, aerospace engineering specifically. So why, why, why do your job in the most expensive place? 
in America to live? I mean, that's where all the engineering jobs are. The other options like LA or San Francisco. Um, I mean, there's other places of course, but, uh, this is also, uh, kind of a smart company and, uh, just hoping I can move up fast. So, except can I throw one wrench in there? Yeah, sure. You live with your mom. Yeah. <laughs> can you <Fair>. afford? <laughs> you live with your mom, dude. <laughs> are you making money now that you have your job? Are you making enough money? Forget renting for get buying for just a second. Forget how you're living. Are you making enough to live on your own? In in yeah. in the place that you would need to live to be cl- close to work. Yeah, I wouldn't be saving much, but yeah. Okay, so. What I would suggest is, like John very eloquently put, getting out of mama's house, and I would find something that you can rent until you're able to buy. So uh-huh. when you're renting just to rent and you ain't got no plan and you're just, you know, then you could say, oh, I'm just throwing money down the drain. But when you have a plan and you're saying, no, I have an, you know, an unintentional end to this and it's serving a purpose, then you're not throwing money down the drain. You are being smart is really what that boils down to. And here's what it looks like to pull apart these variables here. Um, the reason I asked you if you have to live there, you said yes. To do the thing I want to do, I have to live in one of three of the most expensive places in America to live. Okay. So that that variable is covered, so it's off the table. I'm not going to not live in San Francisco, Los Angeles, or New York. So that means you have to own the other variables, where am I going to live? What's this job in this place going to cost me? For you, it's going to cost you a couple of hours of living at mom's house and, and having to live with your mom and having to commute, or it's going to cost you extra money in rent. And so it's it's kind of like you want to have all of it work out where I want to work, where I want to work and have the money to do whatever it is I want to do. It's just not the reality. And so mm-hmm. just make peace with renting for a season. How old are you, Ed? Uh, just turned 24. 24? Yeah, I mean... I'll be honest, and I'm not going to lie about this. I kind of am a little salty about folks who have a good enough relationship with their parents that they can live at home and save some money for a while. Because I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. It would have just been... I tried for one month, and after one month, my dad came in and goes, hey, I'll pay your your first month's rent. And I was like, bye, Felicia. We're gone. I was gone. So, Ed, I mean, I I think, you know, you've had this opportunity to stay with your mom, save some extra dollars. That's great. That served you well. I do think it's time for you to get out on your own at 24, especially since you do have this job. And since you said... Yeah, I could get I could get a place, you know, even if you want to get some roommates and, you know, to make it a little bit cheaper, because, again, when you're renting, let's clarify, you're kind of camping, right? This is not renting, living in luxury. You're trying to save money. So I wouldn't say to rent the most expensive place or rent your dream house. I'm not saying that I'm saying camp for a while, save up the money and then reevaluate because like to John's point, you might be like, hey, to actually buy, I might choose to live in a different state i might choose to live somewhere less expensive so take it one step at a time but right now we're renting we're saving we're camping as renters right and that's what i would suggest what do you i mean so here's where i've seen it in in my world i've seen friends of mine who were on the they were looking for a tenure track professor job and of course they start with the ivy league schools they start with the fancier schools and in their particular discipline there's just no jobs open for one year or two years then they find themselves getting an offer at a smaller school that isn't a huge name name mm. and a smaller town. 
And that goes against, I'm a city person. I went to college in Los Angeles. I went to grad school in New York. That's just who I am. Uh-huh. And then a couple years later, they're like, oh gosh, dude, I get to sleep. And I like I walked to, <laughs> to the supermarket and, and I'm a part of this small community. And so it does, it, it when you start putting all the variables on the table, what was important for me was to say, I want this kind of life and I want to do this kind of work. And now I'm going to reverse engineer where I do that. Yeah. Not let the geography dictate the life I'm leading. If you want to do that, that's all good. I'm going to live in New I know people, I've got friends. I will live in New York uh-huh. till the end of time. Cool. You're going to live in 400 square feet for $5,000 a month and, 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 and whatever yeah, it is, that's right? right? That's, that's just right. life. That's the life you chose. Awesome. Be happy with it. Just don't choose a life and then be frustrated by your own choices. That's right. That's a good, good call out. Ed, thanks for the call. Hopefully we were able to give you some direction there. Um, in the meantime, let's take a look at Chicago, Illinois, where we got Natasha on the line. What's going on, Natasha? Hi. Hey. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. What's going on? So my question is for Dr. John Deloney. I hear you guys talk a lot about boundaries, and I want to set one with my family and extended family, but I'm afraid that they're not going to listen to it. What can I do without severing the relationship? What's the, what, what are they asking you to do that you don't want to do? They are, my parents are pressuring me to stop renting because I'm throwing my money away and move into a mobile home, claiming that I can save a little bit on the monthly payment. <laughs> I know. I love I know. America. We're the best. I to pay off my debt. And they know clear, I've made it loud and clear. I have taken Financial Peace University. I know the steps verbatim. How old are you? And I'm currently in step two. I'm 28, turning 29 in a couple of weeks. Okay. I want you to repeat after me. Okay. Okay. They... They do not do not get a vote. Get a vote. I've heard that too. The conversation is over there. Conversation's over there. So here's the cool thing. Do you work for them? No. Do you owe them money? Kinda. (laughs) Get that paid off as though it was a foreign country coming for you. Pay it off ASAP. It's not my smallest debt, though. I, uh, uh, I'm, uh, how far? How is? It, how far is it, it from being your smallest debt? It's the last debt on the list. Oh. Okay. How about this? Who cares? They don't get a vote. They can run their and listen. They're they're your parents. They're supposed to give you their insights and opinions because they know everything, everything. And you're the one living your life. And so when they say, you know, you're just throwing money away and you should be moving into a trailer park home that's going to depreciate so fast your head will spin off sideways, you could say, man, thank you so much. I appreciate that insight. Near, near, ta-da. I've that's tried conversations like that and they just don't listen. Instead, they, they try to counteract it. Like, hold I, on, hold I on, hold on. Mental health problems. Hold on. You can just leave. If somebody chooses to not respect me, then I get to choose to not be in their presence. If somebody chooses to affirmatively disrespect me, Oof. to not treat me with dignity, even if we disagree, and I disagree all the time. Me and Dave disagree about a lot of stuff. We disagree, disagree. But our disagreements, especially ones behind closed doors, are always done with, we respect each other. Because he's a smart guy. He knows I'm a smart guy. He knows I love people and I love my faith and he does too. And so we're on the same team. We're just, we just disagree with stuff. You're not going to treat me with respect, then I have a choice that I'm going to walk away. 
And the way I like to say this is if somebody chooses to treat me with disrespect and somebody chooses to take my dignity from me over something as trivial as an opinion or the way I'm choosing to better myself financially, then they are choosing to not be in a relationship with me. And that is so harsh and it's so hard. I want you to practice saying, hey, I appreciate you guys. Hey, I'm going to head out. What? You're leaving? Yeah, I'm going to head out. Y'all have a great week, guys. I love y'all. And then just go. And just go. <laughs> You've heard what they have to say. And as the great... Uh, <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Hey, That's okay. all I'm saying. Come Bye, on, Felicia. John. This is The Ramsey Show. the Ramsey show where we have a conversation about your life, your money, what's going on in your world. I'm Jade Warshaw joined by number one best-selling author, John Deloney. How we doing? Doing good, man. Uh, Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And as always, I want to remind you, if you are a new listener and you are interested in just learning more about what it is that we're talking about on this show, we talk about so many different financial concepts uh, on a daily basis here. You might hear us use phrases that you're not quite familiar with. You might hear us talk about baby steps and you're not quite sure, well, what is baby step three? What is baby step five? Um, Go to RamseySolutions.com and click on that get started button. And we're going to help you figure out the next best right step for you uh, on your financial journey. Uh, And that's going to be based on where you are today. We like to meet folks where they're at, put the cookies right there. Look, we say put the cookies on the bottom shelf. Sometimes, John, I I need to just leave a trail of cookie crumbs on the floor for some of these folks because I want you guys to get it. I want you to understand what's going on with your life. So go to RamseySolutions.com, click that get started button, and we're going to help you out wherever you're out. That's how that goes. All right, let's go to Ella in Houston, the Ella, Texas. Ella Umbrella, what's up? <laughs> oh, I am trying to think of a way to pay off my credit cards, and I need to get some repairs on my house. And I was wondering which would be better to refinance through my mortgage company or just go through a loan or a finance company. Um, What's making you feel like in order to do these things, you've got to pull it out through different sources of debt or tap into your home equity? Well, I didn't know which way would be better. Okay, let's t- let's see if we can talk through that a little bit. How much credit okay. card debt are we talking about? Um, close to $8,000. Okay. How much uh, for the home, re- you said home repairs? Yes, I need a lot done. Um, I need a new air conditioner unit. Okay. And my floors need redoing and I need new windows because these are really old and they're not energy efficient. Okay. And need painting all through the house and just how, a lot of repairs. How, oh, yeah, and I need a new roof. Oh, okay. Okay. So how much are you earning currently? Or are, how, um, what's your financial situation? Year. Um, monthly or year? You said monthly. Monthly is a little over thirty six hundred a month. Okay, a little over thirty six hundred a month. How old are you? Seventy nine. Okay, and what type of money is this? Is this coming from retirement? Is this coming from retirement and pension? Okay, and is it just you? Yes. Okay. Who's telling you you need to do all these aesthetic things? Who's telling me? Mm-hmm. 
I, I know it has to be done. I mean, my insurance, health insurance, has already told me I needed to replace the roof because um, it's leaking. Oh, yeah, I need um, ceiling, some parts of the ceiling replaced because of the leak. Oh, I, 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 don't get me wrong. Absolutely. But when I when I think of, if I look at the list, l- l- let me back out. Both Jade and I are going to plead with you. I might even beg, please don't borrow money. Not at not at 79 years, not ever. I don't want you to be beholden to some bank that's going to keep you from sleeping every night. I would much rather you figure out a way to pay for this in cash over time. Air conditioner, emergency. Especially, I grew up in Houston. I get, That's brutal. Um, <laughs> roof replacement, and especially in a, in a community like Houston, it will mold yeah. and cause a disaster. You got to get that fixed. Yeah. But sometimes if all I can afford is a $5,000 fix, then I'm going to have them not replace the whole thing and have them fix it so I can save up. Is that is that inconvenient? Yeah. Am I going to maybe be redoing some work down the road? Yeah. But I'm going to put my head on my pillow every night there in that town knowing that nobody owns me. And so no. I'm, we're going to recommend you not do that. How much cash do you have on hand? You have any savings or cash at all? Mm-hmm. Not much. Not enough to do any of the repairs. But if well, I how much? Oh, a couple of thousand is all. Like two thousand? Yeah. Okay. Um. W- where does that money go? For credit cards and food and gas. Okay. So you're getting you're you're pulling about thirty six hundred dollars a month to live on. Um, what's yeah. your, you know, your nest egg? How much is that? If you don't mind me asking. Mm, it's not much. Like I said, I don't have any more saved up than the two, probably 2000 No, I'm talking about, you said you draw some of the money from a pension, and I thought you said you draw some money yeah. off of a retirement. Yeah, I get about 3600 a month. A mm-hmm. little bit over 3600 a month. And that is that, is there a nest Both egg that that's coming off of? Yeah, how much is, how much is in that? those retirement accounts? How much is in my retirement? Mm-hmm. My my um, my social security is all I get okay, in my so, pension. Oh, okay, okay. So it's social security and it's pension. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um, and I'm I'm guessing you. I mean, the payments that you get from your pension, you can't access that in any other way. No. Got it. Okay. And then too, if I don't get my repairs, the insurance house insurance will not. What's sure what's that, your, that happened with me too? I I understand how that happens. What's your mortgage payment every month, Ella? Nine nine hundred ten dollars. Okay, nine hundred ten. Where's the rest of that money going? What what I'm trying to get at here is I want to make it to where we're paying off this credit card debt. It's eight thousand uh-huh. dollars. I know that feels like a lot, but I think you can get that knocked out pretty quickly if we get you on a budget. And if it's the house, you know, nine hundred dollars. Okay. That's working for you, but what else are you putting money towards besides that? That's taking the rest of this thirty six hundred. And is there a way that we can start paying off this credit card? And then is there a way that we can start looking at these, you know, repairs in order of importance, little by little? Because AC, you know, if your AC is going out, it's the middle of summer. That's top of top of the list, right? And then some of the other things like painting might be, you know, last on the list. Yeah. 
So I think it's a matter of getting these listed in order of importance and finding a solution that fits in your budget. Because at the end of the day, that's all you've got. Yeah. Oh, I have one more thing that I have to get done. Um, My vehicle, I was told that I have to have a new engine because they've already fixed all they can and it's going to cost them six to $8,000 to replace the engine for the labor and the the parts. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and my inspection is due next month, and it won't pass inspection. I would, I would get a second opinion on that. I sure would on that yep. car. Okay. Oh, I have. I've already got. Yeah. What's okay. the car worth? Um, it's a 2012 uh, Dodge Caravan. Um, I'm not sure. Just make sure that the repairs aren't worth more than the vehicle itself. Yeah. Well, they suggested that I just um, not repair it. And get um, get another one because they said put more money into that. That's There's right. Other things wrong with but that's too. also easy for them to say because they don't have to sleep at night. Here, here's yeah. let us just um, you, you know how much you're struggling with those credit card payments. You know that scary feeling that it, you have. Yeah. Okay. Imagine taking a ten thousand dollar roof and a seven thousand dollar air conditioner and putting that on top of that credit card. Yeah. I get that you, that you're being told by some professionals and maybe some family members that you got to do this and you got to do this and you got to do this. But at the end of the day, here's what I here's all I can do. You got to do what you can afford to do. And so I would pause on I would go down to bare bones. I can only pay for this um I can only pay for my rent. I can pay for the bare essentials on my food. And that's going to be it for a couple of months. And I'm going to meet with a roofer, maybe two of them down there in town, and see who can take care of this for the the quickest and the least expensive. And is there a senior citizen discount? And if I pay you in cash? And we're just going to get that roof knocked out. And it's going to be uncomfortable for three months. And that's how we're going to live. We're going to do the same thing with air conditioner. And if you can duct tape and bailing wire that thing together so it gets you a little bit of cold air, we're going to do that too. Maybe get a window unit and just sit in one room or put it in your bedroom. But we're not going to borrow money because I don't want you just losing more and more sleep because your body is going to wear that, honey, okay? Oof. That does it for this hour of The Ramsey Show. We'll see you next time. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following The Ramsey Way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.